Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Ember. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. <laughs> Ooh. That's mine. <laughs> oh, boy. I love the change up. Find your daughter. Hide your kids, hide your wife. That man's coming after you. He's an assassin. All right. Now I'm mad. So, welcome everybody back to uh, Choice Tracks, the music podcast, uh, where we definitely talk about music, but not from an expert point of view. We're just a couple of people who like to get together and talk shit and have fun. Um, we have two sides, just like a record. Side A is where we talk about a theme and we talk about songs we associated with that theme. Side B is where we actually talk about homework that we were given on a particular album and where we go through and talk about the choice tracks that we pull off of that particular album that was given. Um, in this particular episode, we have a special guest. Uh, this is an individual that I've known for 30 years, literally, that we just got finished talking about. Damn, I feel old. And then on top of that, um, she is also a club promoter for a couple of the local spots. So I'll let her give the name of what she works with. Um, but she's definitely a advocate for music. She's definitely a music lover and a connoisseur of the Southern tracks, if we might say. Uh, everybody give it up for Amber. Hey, Yay. thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Great to have you on. Very much so. Very much so. So, Amber, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're working on, what you what you what you got in the mix and uh, how we can people can meet you. Okay, so uh, I do a lot of promoting with my friend Isis Entertainment. Um, she has done a lot of things over the years throughout different clubs um, in the Austin area from Midtown to Spinners. Um, I think she did a couple things for uh, 3406 when it opened up. Um which is a little spot that was in Round Rock. She did, uh, I think, one from Mavericks. Um, she's out going in uh, Elgin now to Third Coast Daiquiris and Wings, trying to help them out. Um, we just had our last theme, which was Naughty in November, Saturday, which is kind of hinting and going in the direction of my theme and song for tonight, mm. uh, which is Naughty Nights. Um, I am a single mom of three and I just, I love music. Um, it's just, it speaks to my soul, whether it makes me cry, laugh, get angry and, you know, whatever I feel like doing at the time. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, uh it's my first time. You're breaking me in, um, popping the cherry tonight on this whole world of podcasts. Uh, so take it easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me out to a new experience. Excellent. Thing. All right. So um <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and drop the needle on side A. And for that needle drop, I think you hinted to it just a little bit ago. Your theme is naughty night. Why don't you yes, tell sir? us a little bit about how you came up with that? Well, just to kind of take a spin on it's it's winter time, you know, we're staying in more. Of course, a lot of babies are going to be made. Uh, so it's basically, uh, you know, some naughty nights, music that you feel frisky to or something that you might have in your playlist that you might want to put on to get, you know, get things started off, set the mood or whatever just speaks to you. That's a good, that's a good, you know, I'm not going to argue with that by any means. <laughs> Not by any means. I'm a between my parents. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say I'm not having any babies around here, but I still don't mind the naughty night. Right, so, right. What what song did you pick for your uh, your theme? So my pick, well, Tico's chiming in with his his two cents. Uh, <laughs> I picked Nine Inch Nails Closer. Uh, off the 1994 album, uh, The Downward Spiral. And um, that song I heard for the first time in the movie Seven. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that movie. Really, really good movie. Um, that was the first time I heard it. And then I came to listen to it. I want to say MTV was the next one. Um so that's my pick, Nine Inch Nails Closer. Uh, it's very risque, very raunchy, very, uh, you know, very naughty. 
Yeah, I really like that song. I I, I know that they uh, I missed it, but my wife and I like to go to a lot of like live music. And uh, I think it was that ACL Moody Theater. Uh, it's like downtown Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a big Willie Nelson statue outside for folks that haven't been to Austin and seen that. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. A lot of a lot of really intimate shows there. And she got to see Nine Inch Nails there. And they I think nice. they did like yeah, it's awesome. They did like an acoustic set and all that. I got to see them once live. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I wish I could have seen them at, at Moody Theater, but, um, yeah, no, this, this is, this is like an epic album for sure. <laughs> and this song, like the video, like a lot of Nine Inch Nails videos are so graphic and kind of creepy looking, but like I know yeah, that, agreed. uh, yeah, I, I just know that <laughs> Frank Reznor, you know, he means well. <laughs> I mean, he's a, actually a great guy and I like a yeah. lot of his stuff that he does with Atticus Ross. They do a lot of like instrumental stuff. They do just did a score mm-hmm. for the new movie that just came out, The Killer. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. They did I something. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You should you should check out the movie because it looks good. <laughs> and also it does look does look good. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that it's like riveting with the music too, because a lot of stuff they do together is like um very instrumental, but like similar to like some of the stuff that I've heard Marilyn Manson do. Yes. In scores uh-huh. where it's just like so creepy. Mm-hmm. But yet not at the same time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, nice nails. Uh, always a fan. And closer, great song. Yeah. It's definitely. Uh, <laughs> I think this is what I would think of. Uh, it's one of the one of the things I would think of for the for the idea of being naughty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was shocked when I played it one day and like my 13 year old daughter knew it. And I'm like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. What? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So that was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. But I was was, 1994. I was 15 when it came out. So, Yeah. So like, uh, I, uh, I'm not sure I probably have seen seven, but like, I, I, I'm not a huge nine inch nails fan. Like I, yeah. I haven't listened to a lot of their stuff, but like this one that I did like in, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't beat around the bush. It's trying mm. to be as naughty as possible. Um, <laughs> And then I, I went to watch the, the video. And at first, because the screen clip, I was like, you know, it looks like it's pulled just straight out of X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. The, the one where it has Quicksilver. <laughs> and like, yeah. He has the goggles and like the whole mouth like open. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and I was watching that. And it's like, OK, YouTube, you know, this is OK. And then it has little cockroach flipping around and then all that. And then you're like, right. then you just see them girls flying all over the place. Like you're like, <laughs> YouTube allowed this stay on there it's like what the yeah. heck are you doing youtube <laughs> i was like okay yeah i'm not complaining it's it's art <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure yeah but yeah it was a it's an interesting uh video and yeah i like the song for sure for, for sure yeah. it's right up there with it, no way you can't say it's not a naughty song yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very much so a natty song. Um, very much so a not kid friendly song. So the fact, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would, I would actually not be surprised if I walked around and some kids just burst out, start singing it. It's like, whoa. Especially in this time and age. So, yeah. You know, back then, there was little innuendos that we didn't really pick up on. But this just kind of threw it out there. So, you really yeah. didn't have to think about it too much. Um, mm-hmm. Especially during our time frame of coming up. So, it was definitely one of those. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. see somebody getting yeah. on to this one. So, not bad. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, at this time, you actually have the power, like uh, He-Man. Um, you can <laughs> actually say who you want to go next in order to get their naughty song. Well, I think I'm going to choose you. Get it out of the way 30 years. Go ahead. So, um, I'm like everybody else, you know, I'm usually, well, I take that back. I'm not the eyeball when it comes to pick a track, but I do have an eclectic fear. So there was a song that literally came to my mind off of an album that I listened to that really is a flip on what they normally do. So let me put it in disrespective. Um, this album came out in 2015. Uh, it's an album called Urban Flora. It's by two artists that came together in order to create the album. It was Elena Barraz and, uh, Gally Matias. And actually, it's supposed to be an electronic album, but they did it in a sexual, sensual vibe. So mm-hmm. the whole album is just one 
big ass fuck about, uh, so to speak. I just want to throw that out there. So the song that I chose was called Show Me. Speak with no words, show me and I'm all yours. Show me and I'm all yours. And literally, I thought of it being a naughty song because you know they're talking about show me what you got. You know, give it, give it to me the best of what you got. Don't don't pull no punches. Just let's let's get into this and let's see what what's going down. And so I took it from that point of view. Yeah, I got a ton load of naughty songs that come to my head because I just live like that. But <laughs> I wanted to come just a little bit different, do a little bit something off topic, kind of you know hit everybody from a different angle and introduce an artist that you might not have heard of. So <laughs> tell me what y'all think about Alina Varaz and Gali Matias show me. Yeah, I thought this was pretty good. I, I think it's like it didn't. So if you're not listening to the lyrics and we talked about this before on different episodes, how lyrics like I think Taj and I go into sometimes we'll go into like our idea of what we think they mean by the lyrics. And there's always misunderstood lyrics, but like the vibe of the song is definitely great. I think it's like a really cool song. Like it's definitely like a chill song. This is like the Saturday night, you know, like throwing the rose petals down. Bottle of champagne. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what they're talking about unless you're really listening. So yeah. you might not know it's that dirty. But yeah, it's it's like this. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's like a uh, like a teaser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a it's, it's the it's the foreplay. It's the sensual, antiotic right. foreplay before you just get down to the boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know? So do you, do you pick like an artist like this because I know you know you have your uh, your DJ background and stuff like that. So a lot of these like songs like over our episodes, I've, I've noticed that you picked a lot that seemed like they definitely would go good with like club music. So is, is she a big club artist? In general, yes. They're just yeah. a big electronic artist. But in this situation, I didn't pick this one based off of the club. I picked this one based off of the afterthought of the club getting home or getting to somebody's house or somebody coming over to your house late night. This is one of those two, three o'clock in the morning booty call type situations. You throw their song on you put on a couple of candles it's it's a guaranteed right. bang so that's the shades of gray with it. yes <laughs> pull out the like things and, and open up the paddles and all the leather spurs and all that shit so yeah it, it, or it'd be like the, this would be like the 9 8 30 in the club like this is people walking into the club like where you're trying to like be like which one i'm taking <laughs> so and then, that's right this, is last, this will be the last song you play at night when everybody's getting ready to go home and you will put that sexual thought in their mind. Like, right. that sexual vibe. And you end up going home with a love doll or something. But hey, whatever. At least you got something. Yeah. It may What's be a Google wolf, but hey, you're getting it in. That's all it is. <laughs> so oh, that's what funny. I'm from. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. It was coming from you, Mr. Vibe. Like, th- this is totally, totally, totally vibe. And I, I got that. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it, this is that, that camera pan shot. You know, you're coming in the front door and you see socks. And then you see, you know, pants like it, you just see the, the trail of clothes <laughs> you know, going up to the bubble bath. Like it, that's what this song is. Piece of pizza on the floor, you know, empty beer <laughs> bottles, whatever. 30 socks. I wanted, yeah, I wanted the shock value, too, because I know everybody in the world was thinking, OK, he's going to come with some real raunchy type shit. And I literally had it in my head, too. Like Literally, the first thing that came on my mind was slop on my knob, like corn on the top or or. or you know, put it in my mouth. <laughs> like I, I really was gonna go there, but I'm like, no. Let me let me pull back a little bit. I'll save those for some later episodes. I just I just you know wanted to kind of keep like ease off into it. Literally, like the South Park theme song, like the <laughs> chef. <laughs> That's all I can think of when you said that. Yes, yes, all the way. Amber, what you think, man? Well, my two cents. I I agree. Um, it definitely sounds like a. It sounded like a a night in. You know, y'all just coming in for maybe a speakeasy or something, and you know, you put this on. You got some candles, the roses, the whole nine. You know, she's seducing you. Maybe a little lap dance, or uh, you know, even a Sunday drive down the road maybe you guys just you know spoke to join she's feeling frisky while you're driving you got this on and you know let your imagination do the rest but i could think of those two things that's that's what i thought when i saw that and that you definitely shocked me i was mm-hmm. impressed that you chose mm-hmm. that genre and that i was like okay <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I can be versatile when I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good. I liked it. Um, I liked that song a lot. I actually actually went and uh, kind of downloaded a few of them that I had listened to because um, I I've never heard of this this uh, song or this person and uh, you know so it was pretty cool. It's something different now that I have in my playlist. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Well, since everybody approves, yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Going to the next person, Amber. Who do you want? Who's next up to bat? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Damon's pretty quiet down there. Let's see what you what what do you have, sir? Uh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't know what to think when uh, I heard Naughty Nights coming at me. Um, but the first thing I, I I did think of was an artist uh, by the name of Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. and the song is "Sex Dreams." Mm-hmm. But it's a sex with a triple X. <laughs> So yeah, she's get she gets right into it. Um, this is uh this is off of her the album Art Pop in 2013. A lot of really good hits on that album actually. I really like that. And uh, yeah, Lady Gaga is like it's it's funny because artists like Lady Gaga. I don't always know if I would gravitate towards that type of music. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's you know a lot of the songs are just about stuff that I wouldn't be able to relate to, which mm-hmm. in, in her case I think is probably true. But I also just dig the vibe and the sound and this song was uh basically she wrote this based on her her sexy thoughts it's <laughs> really what it is <laughs> it's like a fantasy song and it's uh compared to like janet jackson and paula Abdul type music uh some of their songs they come out with um this is and these are like that's like probably like fan base comparisons but mm-hmm. uh, i like both those artists no matter what anybody thinks uh janet jackson i've seen live great artists uh like Paul Abdul Abdul's uh, touring right now, like everybody else. But um, Lady Gaga, yeah, she's been going strong for for a while now. Um, yeah, two thousands artist for sure. Uh, I think she used to be like a waitress or something. I think that was what she did before she she hit it big. And you know, she's been in movies. We've I know I've talked about her at least once before on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> Sex Dreams. <laughs> So, what do y'all what do y'all think of like Lady Gaga and her sexy thoughts? <laughs> it wasn't bad. Um, I I haven't listened to a lot of Lady Gaga either. Um, but I like the song. I liked it. She she kind of reminds me of when I hear her music. Um, because I actually listened to the whole album and she's she's kind of like Madonna mixed with like some Miley Cyrus and maybe a little Taylor Swift, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds into one. Yeah. All great artists. Yeah. But I liked, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, definitely would fit the Naughty Nights. Well, I'm glad I was able to meet that requirement. You <laughs> <laughs> right. challenge, son. <laughs> yeah, so I'll admit, like, I, um, I haven't actually... I know like some most of like Lady Gaga's hits like just from passing but like I've never listened to an album and it was interesting to hear this song because I it probably is a hit but I don't remember hearing this one but um, it, I did like it yeah it, it fits the theme for sure um, yeah very, very much Lady Gaga was one of those especially with the outrageous costumes the meat suit and every yeah. other type of suit <laughs> like it, she felt like very much like Madonna 2.0 at the time, but she's kind of turned more actress than Madonna did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't but, know about that. I mean, they, they've both been in a lot of movies, but mm-hmm. yeah, especially yeah. the American. She's more in like what the American Horror Story. I think she's been in. If anybody yeah. those, yeah, the vampire uh, season. Mm-hmm. She's been in a few things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Star is born is a is mm-hmm. a big movie role, right? Yeah, yeah. And when it comes down to Lady Gaga, like. She epitomizes sex. She knows yeah. the sex sells. She knows that her risque and, and avant-garde outfits, it gets people talking and moving. And she said it herself in her documentary where she was running around half naked the whole time. Um, she literally just loves being loved and loves embodying sex and, and is a, a sexual being, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. when she's with the right person that she wants to be with in order to do it at the time. So by all case and purposes, her not being in this list would be like, would be a foul on our behalf. So thank you for putting that into our lives and allowing so, us to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think kind of makes her a little bit different than like, uh, um, 
Nicki Minaj and um, Katy Perry. Because, like, they use sex, too. But, like, Lady Gaga uses it differently. Like, she's not... It, I think maybe she's more she just, sure of herself in some way, it seems like, right? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Cause she, how do I know, though? <laughs> <laughs> True. It's yeah. fun to be able to have a conversation with these women. I mean, like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she's kind of, kind of like a weird type of, like, almost kind of like a Marilyn Manson female, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah, mm. the makeup she does, like the costume changes, some, some all, of the, yeah, some all, of the outfits. <laughs> yeah, very unexpected, very different. Now, I think when it comes to Lady Gaga, she is very aware aware of her sexual prowess. Oh, yeah. Whereas, yeah, Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj use it in kind of a kind of a playful type of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, whereas Lady Gaga just goes balls to the wall, right? She doesn't <laughs> care necessarily about how people perceive her as long as they perceive her. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that is a very different type of sexuality. Or the same way that, you know, we talked about Madonna being yeah. mentioned in the same formal. She's yep. a, cut from that same cloth. Mm-hmm. Madonna was the one out there doing like risque videos and 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 having sex with dancers and, and yep. doing videos videos of it and the whole time and she knew that it was going to get people talking but she also knew that the more she cared about what they said the the less herself she would be and that's Mm -hmm. how I see Lady Gaga she she has a heart she's a soul she's a human being but when it's all said and done you know she's just going to put herself out there and either you love it or you don't yeah yeah I agree that makes sense and those type of people they are great for that type of of wave to put out there but they're also scary as fuck because you don't know what kind of sexual um, fetishes and stuff that they have. They might want to hog tie you and, yeah. and you know put you under a set of a pit of viper snakes and and like yeah. they get a laugh off of that. <laughs> what is going like, on? What the fuck? They especially like suffocation, okay. like spandex suits and all that shit. Like you never know. Well, now we know what's going on in Dietrich's head. Uh, um, yeah, the album cover says it all. <laughs> I've been there. I, I've never left that motherfucking spot. Um, but yeah, it's, people like her scare me because yeah, my bad. But she scares me because I don't know if she go deeper than I would. And if she yeah. does, then yeah, I'm running for the hills. Fuck that. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. She would, whoop, she would whoop your ass, Dietrich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she would just look at you and Literally, be like, Whoosh. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you're, oh, dead, you're right. done, dude. Yeah. But that, that our, the album cover says it all. Yeah. Pretty much. She's like totally naked with a, I don't know, some kind of glowy ball in the middle yeah. of her legs. And uh, yeah, that's pretty sexy. So there you go. Wait, and the, the music video was pretty interesting because I, I had watched it and like it was part of it was in like studios and part of it was actually like this stage work. And some of the stuff she did on the stage, you're like, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're like, all right. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Madonna style. Yeah. 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 Yep. Very much so. All right. So last but not least, Mr. Sexy Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, hit us with uh yeah, with your call pick? Yeah, give us that uh sexy voice there, Taji. All right. <laughs> Uh, so I I went for a song that was like no say say what you chest (laughs) (laughs) that was like literally naughty like I'm not sure if this is really like a mood setter this is just a song that straight up like meets the term naughty (laughs) and and this is like uh, like this is one because I had listened to this album like tons of times before and this is one of those songs that like you, you listen to it and you're like oh man like it's a good song and but you're like that that was not my life but you know um, yeah. you know it, it totally could have been and leads to a shotgun wedding that's for sure right <laughs> so uh the song i picked is animals and it's by nickelback Which is what's crazy. It's like if you search the word animals, this isn't like the first or second or third song that comes up with that title. Like you have to dig for this one. Um, and uh, the music video, I never watched it before, but I watched it for this. And um, it's just a two man group, you know, guitar and drums. And, and it's a. Uh, the song itself is uh, basically about this guy that picks up his girl by rolling the car slowly in front of the house. She jumps in. Uh, they get in trouble. The dad tracks it down. <laughs> and, but yeah, it's just like, it is, it, 
it's you know it's uh what's the word i mean it doesn't hold anything back like it's graphic you know exactly what's going on there's no ambiguity (laughs) 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 right so but but yeah so what did you guys think of nickelback's (laughs) animals i think this is probably the most raunchiest song they got (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. Whenever I think about Nickelback, I think about Spider-Man. I think about all of the, the shit that people give them flack for because they were like a, a pop rock band, you know what I'm saying, so to speak. And then you yeah. hear a song like this and it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know y'all had it in you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> not mad not mad at all so i i was actually i actually peeped a little bit of the video too just to see where it was going with it um yeah that was i wish they would have had like a like a x-rated version of that or an r-rated version <laughs> that, that would have been actually been funny but you know all in all i thought it was a cool little pick and um i i never would have thought of nickel back in this space but in economy i'm not even gonna say it makes sense i'm just gonna say i'm, I'm cool with it <laughs> yeah and you can tell that music video was on the budget because like they they're like one two locations like in the it's a jungle gym like and there's some stuff they try and do to, to try and make it x-rated <laughs> you know to get by the sensors but you're like okay oh, innuendos though like yeah yeah it's oh, all yeah. innuendos but yeah the <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, because there's a part where like, because they're talking about the uh, the BJ and the car. And so the one guy that's dressed like the woman, like he spits up milk <laughs> <laughs> out the window of the car. And you're like, okay. I mean, it really does show that like, the, like I guess like the fun side of Nickelback. Just <laughs> right. showing that they're not like, they're not completely serious of a band, but they have like millions of followers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All over the world, but they also are dogged a lot too for being a shitty band. So it's yeah. like they've yeah. got you know the best and the worst of everything. But I mean, this is like a re- I think I I've listened to this remastered. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so good. I got a remaster. Cool, dude. Um, yeah, but like the trains coming off the track. <laughs> <laughs> See the devil wants a ride. I mean, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's got like a uh, guy Fietti, you know, like the dude from Food Network, like that kind of vibe. I mean, they look kind of like oh, that too, yeah. you know, with the hair. <laughs> Um, so I mean I'd give it like a uh, if this was in like an action movie like I love cheesy action then yeah that would fit well so it gets like a two and a half stars out of five like that (laughs) two and a half I don't know donuts or trying to think of some kind of innuendo (laughs) something two donuts and a half a wiener (laughs) wouldn't that just be a kolache at this point (laughs) yeah it gives it a sexy kolache <laughs> I would never look at Kalachis the same now. <laughs> I'm a uh, yeah, jalapeno cheddar Kalachi. Hold the wiener. <laughs> no, just, just give me the donut. That's all I want. <laughs> I don't even want the Kalachi no more. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. This is like a hot dog now. I can't eat hot dogs. And she's like, let me get a glizzy. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. Or it's I'm like, a, I'll have a Kalachi. Kalachi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, so what do you think, Ember? I'm gonna have to piggyback on the guys and agree with what they said totally. Um, okay, definitely. You know, it was a shocker to see something like that from Nickelback. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely agree with y'all on everything you said. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have no other comment. <laughs> We we said enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. Uh, I was just making sure everybody said their piece. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, if you want to listen to this, you know, late night cruising, throw throw a little bit of nickel back on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you spit the milk out the window. Oh yeah, let's reenact the video. Not, <laughs> Not in the car. Right. But the thing was like, it, I always thought this one was like raunchier than, or not raunchier, uh, naughtier than, you know, um, the animals, you know, the, the Discovery Channel song. Like, no. it, I always, really? 
I mean, that's I a little, this that's one a little is more naughtier than that one. But maybe well, that's that's juvenile to begin with. So okay. we're not even going to go there on that. <laughs> okay. One. But this 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 one this one holds its own effect. Um, it's it's in its own lane, so to speak, just because of the group that it's coming from. Um, okay. So you don't want to do that. Yeah. The other one was just that was just straight fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that was. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't pick that one, Tash. Well, yeah, literally. It, it was on my short list, so that's why I mentioned it. Like, See, yeah. There we go. That makes sense. Okay. Between that and uh, Nickelback, you picked Nickelback. All right. <laughs> right. So I'm just saying. Hey, but he did fit the bill. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Agreed. All right. So I think at this point, it's a good time. Let's go ahead and switch that record over to uh, side B. Alright, so with the record flip, Amber, you sorry, Amber, not Amber, Amber. Yeah, see, I got it right. I got it. You right. know better. I, I know, because you will slap the shit out of me if I get it wrong. Okay. Um, this is the point where we're gonna be talking about the album that you gave us because you gave us some homework, um, some very deep detailed homework. And um, go ahead and tell us about the album you picked and why you picked it. it this is the uh three in the morning one. The- yeah. Uh well. Uh, I just kind of been in the whole um, DJ screw type world, Slim Thug and all that right now. Uh, and I just, you know, it's kind of going down memory lane from when I was a teenager and, you know, I was trying to be cool back in the day and it was about lowrider magazines and, and DJ screw and sipping on scissor. But, you know, we were all just trying to be cool finding ourselves back then. So I think he became a big part uh, of a lot of our generation growing up where we did in Austin and uh, surrounding areas and definitely Houston for sure. Um, I think he put Houston on the map. I mean, there's people all over that know about him and the whole, you know, screwed sensation, slowing music down. Um, So that, that had that in my playlist and that was going right now. Um, of all the classics. Um, I don't really have a favorite because they were all really, really great. Um, you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with them. Um, but it was just a little piece of my, my era and something that I'm trying to get, you know, my kids to hear and listen to something that's different. Um, cause it, <laughs> Your faces are killing me, D. I'm just itching to get into this one. Let me, let me, let me. Yeah, like it's just, it's just a lot of memories. Um, you know, a lot of things that went on that then, and just you know, that's my that's my teenage years, my my naughty years. <laughs> uh, definitely was a lot of weed smoking back then. You know, a lot of a lot of fighting, a lot of stuff. But yeah, it, it definitely brings back a lot. You know, um, especially when you would just ride around and we would go out to a little spot. Um, uh, what was it, Jake's Hill? Remember that little spot, Jake's Hill, to be haunted? Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh-huh. a lot of people would all go out there and listen to that, you know, on the way. And yeah, well, that's why I chose that one, just so taking the scroll down memory lane. So you don't have one track, like if like you had to listen to one on the whole album, like which one? Let me see here. If I had to choose one out the whole album, I would have to say. And while you're searching that, I'm knocking pictures on the wall. Um, definitely stands out. I think we all knew that one pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll throw that one in then. Knocking pictures on the wall. So. But yeah, you know, I I never uh, never would have gone in into uh, listening to DJ Screw. So yeah, yeah, definitely a good pick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's one of those you either you either loved it or you hated it. But you know, it was it was kind of like a love hate thing, I think. Um, and it definitely grew on you the more you would hear it, and then when he would, you know, other people would copy it, and you know, they would slow R and B something down and things like that. It was just like a whole era of just you know everything slowed down. I mean, it was it was crazy how people latched on and were were, were so uh, accepting of that whole era and the, of the movement of the screw and and chopped, you know, slowed down and it definitely helped me understand a lot of rap songs. I'm going to tell you that I <laughs> I finally understood what a lot of rappers were saying when I heard the, the song "Slowed Down." <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's interesting. Like, so I was reading a little bit about like the the life and death of. Um, the artist and so like one of the songs is coding yeah he talks mm-hmm. about sipping on the a, a drink drink uh-huh. drink uh-huh. and it's like <laughs> yeah so he's mix he used to mix a lot <laughs> 
And yeah. he did a lot of, you know, a lot of, I think it was probably like his lifestyle, like you're saying, like that was, yeah. it's the nineties, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, it does, sound, it does definitely sound a lot like the nineties, like the album has a, although it's hard to, for me, it's hard to follow compared to what I would normally listen to in the nineties. Yeah. And I'm a nineties guy. I love nineties music. <laughs> um, exactly. Yes. I, I must have heard of DJ Screw at one point. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of another artist. You had mentioned that there was other artists that were doing the slow rap and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, probably around this time, there was an artist, uh, I forgot his name, but he sang a song called Rock and Roll McDonald. Rock and Roll McDonald. Rock and Roll McDonald. It was like, he, he actually, this, this artist was mentally ill and so but somehow he was noticed he was able to put out songs and i think it was more of a novelty thing but like he actually had it wasn't the same thing as this at all (laughs) but it was like the closest thing i can relate to this right (laughs) and it was a little bit somewhat like slow rap but yeah yeah i I, yeah just i i blew my mind uh that he was so young but he passed away. I know. Yeah, but he was a a Houston artist, right? Yeah, yeah. His memory definitely lives on. There's a lot of people that respected him and carried on, you know, from Little Kiki to Slim Thug and uh, Little Flip. You know, a lot of people that we still run into still come out and, you know, do concerts all the time. And yeah, Yeah. he was was very, very much loved, very much respected. Uh, He was a pioneer um, in the rap game as far as Screwed and Chopped. Um, you know, nobody had ever done anything like that, which was like with, you know, Roger and Zap bringing out the synthesizer. I mean, um, right. This that's what it is, right? D? The synthesizer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> so when you, when you have little pioneers that can do things like that, I think it's, that's pretty cool, you know? Um, so I respected that a lot and, uh, it took me a minute. It, it, it didn't grow on me right away when I first heard it, um, back then. And then it, it grew on me. Yeah. It's like, it's not something that I could listen to, Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I did pick a song, Pimp the Pen. I'm draped up and tripped out. Know what I'm talking about. Three in the morning, get the gas out the stash spot. Five up a fat sweet. Little Kiki did a little little bit on there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that's like, that's kind of a raunchy song a little bit, but it's sort of like, probably follows their style of just their lingo. Um, Like a lot of a lot of rap songs that you know we've talked about on this this podcast are just like yeah. that I've heard. Um, it's like a lifestyle. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about yeah. what they experience. So it, yeah. it, it can be very offensive. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's almost like yeah, I wonder what kind of person is this. But then at the same time, is it just their way of saying what they want to? You know how, how they come across, like what they're feeling, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is everybody else doing it the same way in their own song? But it's not like not the same lyrics. You know. Guy, girl, whoever. Yeah. Uh, so, but that was my song. Pimp, gotcha. the, pimp the pen. I'm the layer of diamond. Nice, like nice choice. Set of domino for all the good players, choice. all the pimps, all the pimples, and all the hearts. That's a good song. <laughs> oh, he's good, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that's that's my that's what I do. Yeah. Sorry, all right, go ahead, you, all right, I'll let you close it up. I, I'm going to jump in yeah. if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, I, I got to start with normally my listening habit when I listen to stuff is like I, I'm one of those Neanderthals. I play it off of my phone, not on a speaker, which is walking around. This does not work with that. And, and so that's what's yeah. interesting about this. This album is not like put LP on, play it throughout the room, right? Yeah. This yeah. is not play it on your cell phone. This album, you need headphones. And yeah. you need to walk around playing this with headphones because yeah. it's weird. The sound just doesn't work with yep. ambience. You have to have it in your ears direct and, yeah. and it changes the whole game once you do mm-hmm. that. And um, that's what took me a while to get into <laughs> when I first yeah. listened to this. Because the first time it's like trying to listen to it and you're like, it kind of works, but the melodies and the beats you just don't get. Yeah, um, agreed. <laughs> so um, I, I, you know, it took me a while to get into it for sure. I can't do any of these songs at karaoke. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. Uh, yeah, doesn't matter how much I like them, but like yeah. they're they're all really good songs. The the other thing that I want to throw out is this album 
is feels it, and it's kind of seems weird to say it, but it feels authentic. Like it's yeah. not, it's not trying hard to be authentic. Like yeah. it just feels like, Hey, we're getting everybody in the neighborhood together. I'm, I want this track. I want to do this yeah. track. Hey, you got something to spit. Come do that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was amazing. So I, I listened to the deluxe one cause they didn't have the regular one. So I didn't know where yeah. to stop. Uh, but yeah, so I listened to it um, before I do my pick. I, I do have to shout out to freestyle by flip that song is just crazy and, yeah. and what's crazy about that is like they try and cut him off like not yeah. once but twice <laughs> and then they first like all right we're just gonna fade you out man like you just you won't stop like we're just gonna yeah. do the fade and now we're done <laughs> and you're like yeah but, but, but that song is interesting uh mine is actually the one right after that which is with a uh, key rhino which is overdose <laughs> Like that song, it's just, it's, it's a cool song. And I just like the the way it starts out with the the script, you know, where he's talking about the player, you could turn it into a play hater. And then like, or you could have a sweet ride that you spent all this money on. And then they, they jack your car. (laughs) So, but yeah. yeah. So. Man, uh, shout out to Kaylino, shout out to Bad New Boys, shout out to the Kiki, shout out to Big Mo, shout out to Big Koki, shout out to all of Southside So let me put this in perspective, and that's why I was biting my tongue the whole time we were talking. I, was, I just wanted to say my little speech with it. So first and foremost, this album was like a Bible to me, Mardo, real talk. Only because um, not only did I have family in Houston that, that put me on game, early you know mm-hmm. even being down in austin i was still on game early on what what the sound was coming out i was you know in my little click in my little world i was the one that brought june 27 to you know what I'm saying my people's and playing yeah. it on cassette on the great cassettes and everybody was like what is this and so when that happened you know it was just like a wave just took over Texas, and mm-hmm. no longer did we just have to worry about scarface and and the ghetto boys now we actually had a whole other sound yeah came out of the third coast so so just for that alone, you know, he's going to be pioneered forever and a day. I um, mm-hmm. still have the screw shop open. You're still selling the screws, which tapes out of it. And just let, let's be fair. In this situation, this particular album was not a album of original music. This was a right. mixtape. Right. This is essentially a mixtape where he had his friends come through and they all rap freestyles or rap verses that they wrote out on top of the track and made a whole following, cult following based off that. Yeah. Um, yep. So with that being said, you know, there's not very many culture changes that you could see um, throughout the years. There's some ones that we could pinpoint in sounds of, of like rock and, and, and indie and alternative and, and grunge and things of that nature. But when you're talking about rap, especially down here in the South, this was the quintessential sound of the South because nobody else was doing it. Yeah. Know, East Coast had their, their lyrical type of flow. West Coast had their, you know, um, um, West Side Boogie, their, their, their G-Funk, their whole sound that they developed. Screw up sound was awesome. Yeah. All out banging all in the trunk. That, that was text. Yep. Um, you know, Atlanta, Virginia, the Tennessee, you know, everybody else could say whatever they wanted to say about it, but it just engulfed the whole state of text. Mm-hmm. So for that in itself, you know, I hold this as, as one of those creme de la creme situations. Now, yeah. as far as the, the actual sound, I know this is not the one that everybody's going to be able to listen to. Um, It's not going to be one that you throw on at a party and everybody and your mom is going to jump up and start singing unless it's a certain song. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Damon already chose a song that I wanted to pimp the pimp because that I remember little Kiki's verse from beginning to end straight off <laughs> and straight on, like up and down. Yeah. Um, If I had to pick another track on this situation, um, the only other track that I could think of is Big Mo sipping codeine. Instead of stacking drinks, instead of sipping codeine, screwed up click, representing that ace town. Yeah, um, sipping codeine mainly because not only did we bring in the the artistry of things, but we also brought in the drug of choice, yeah. which was yeah. codeine. 
Um, and at that time, everybody was sipping on the fermented yep. thing and putting it in their Sprite, and the cup would look a little pinkish, a little purplish, and you know, next thing you know, like you know, Jolly Ranchers, that 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 thing would taste it like syrup. It, mm-hmm. When you say sipping on syrup, you were literally mm-hmm. sipping on syrup. Um, <laughs> it, it tastes especially if you made it a little bit muddy in your cup, where it's just like a like a thick syrup coming out that you would pour on top of the cake. Like that's that's what it was, and it, it had you gone. Like you. Yeah. Literally, would slow down and you listen to this, and you would be on a trip. You would be on a mind trip. So, um, yeah, and it was it was funny because that's that's what they say how Robert Davis died was from yeah. a, you know codeine overdose, and and body just kind of shut down on him, and so it's one of those you know cautionary tales in the situation. And yes, it's still going on today. But, yeah, you know, it's it's we people have kind of learned from that situation, kind mm-hmm. of like you know the whole codeine or sorry cocaine situation that came through and and ravaged you know whole towns and 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 countryside. So it's just like. Now you kind of learn what you can mess with and what you can't and kind of go from there. But mm-hmm. the, the music still lives on. Uh, Michael Watts picked up the the mount from there and kind of kept it going. Um, yeah. was in the north side. And those two actually were battling because, you know, Screw was south side. Uh, Michael Watts, 5,000 Watts was a uh, north side. So they, the two did not mesh well together. And now we have a whole United City. You still got your parts that don't really mess with each other, but it just literally engulfed the whole state. And so now we're talking about it. We got it on here. It's on the ultimate playlist. Cannot be mad about it. I thank you, Amber, for bringing this to us. You're and, welcome. Um, you know, from bringing up, screwed up, screwed up quick to the whole world. Let them see mm-hmm. exactly what, you know, South Side is all about. South Side is still home. So, yep. Um, Fun fact: <laughs> My friends and I still sit and rap when we get drunk listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't tell you how many of my friends. If you pop in a particular song, everybody is rapping every single lyric, and yeah, um, like we are yeah. in our own zone. So, yes. Wow. Yes, is that a, is that a, the slow rap? Is it a Texas rap thing, or because yes. I just, I'd yeah. love to hear this redone yeah. by another artist faster. I wonder if it would sound the same or better or worse. No, it's, it's certain songs, yeah, certain songs actually had a faster tempo, but not much because yeah. the whole point of slowing down the song was slow down the vibe and the yeah. optics of it to make it a completely different sounding song. And mm-hmm. so with that being said, this was the early versions right. of Screw coming in and doing yeah. it. And I've, I've got a couple of other songs that I can send out your way, Damon, just so you could get like a full spectrum of Screw music and understand a little bit more about the South. Because I know you're not from here. So yeah. right. I just want to give you a little bit, a little bit more taste of what's going on with Screw music. Yeah, it, it does like exemplify like a Texas thing to do, like a yeah. Texas band. The style of when I first moved here in the, the late 90s, a lot of my friends, they tell me stories of what Texas is like and as a teenager like I was 20 when I moved here so I was pretty young mm-hmm. so like my friends were all like just out of high school and yeah. was, you know the people I met here that were Texans right or Austinites or from Houston whatever mm-hmm. and so the vibe like it does fit that like Texas vibe which I kind of I really dig um, I definitely like I used to dig the Texas summers <laughs> until yeah. they got to like 108 you know global yeah. warming's kicking my ass but yes. yeah. yeah you know but uh yeah the vibe the vibe with this is like it's definitely a 90s chill vibe yeah yeah and it's that weird like uh i don't know if you've seen the movie like can't hardly wait or you know it's the uh-huh. late 90s but like that teenage party like you know yeah. type type deal um i guess if you're sipping on coding this might be the pace <laughs> you're at i don't know yeah. <laughs> this might I be yeah. Got started, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of yeah. like you know, just something in a pen in a pad, and he was you know on that on the syrup, and you know, I think that's how it all started. Yeah, slowed yeah. down, playing around with mixing, and yeah, and somebody started rapping on top of the slow track, and it really, really just kicked off from there. And like, yep. say, June 27th is the one to kind of put everything on the map, yeah, because that actually was a crisscross beat that was made from uh Jermaine Dupree, and they just took the instrumental and wrapped on top of it, made it like a freestyle uh, bit and then everybody just took it around with yeah. it. So, and then look at Drake. Drake has a version out too, so. Yes, and that's what literally wow. got Drake in the whole game because his mixtape, um, or what what was it? Oh, uh, like, 
what do you call it, four in the morning type of situation. I so, think so. He, yeah, or whatever date that he put on there. I forgot. What is it, I, November 18th? Yeah, November 18th. November 18th, he took that particular beat and literally wrapped on top yeah, of he it. Did, he did a really and, good job. And he did the whole screwed up version of it and literally just took it to a whole nother level. Yeah. And that's when everybody in the world started messing with it uh, alongside um, uh, ASAP Rocky. is another artist mm-hmm. that you might have heard of. He's the Rihanna's baby father. And he was doing that up in New York. He was the one that screwed up music because he had a cousin that, that he would come down and he hear about it. And so he'd go back up there and started the whole situation up there. So literally, Screw Music is, is a dead set to right um, view of Texas from a, a different point of view. Like we have our cars laced out with everything and then some on there. You had to swerve in Houston because of the potholes. You're not yeah. going to up your $3,000 rims just because. And, yeah. you know, and you had this music banging in the trunk and they got glass in the trunk. They got neon lights around it. And you pop trunk open. You got swangers on, on, the, on the cars. Like it is really a culture. And yeah. if you're a part of that culture, you could go. And so, um, as far as that goes, like, you know, that's, that's definitely some stuff that we could put you all that. So, okay. yeah, very authentic. Like, like Taj said, it, it yes. definitely has that feel to it. Yes. So, yeah. And, and so that they were pretty much all neighborhood South side then. Right. Cause I mean, that's yeah. what it feels like it was yeah just, okay yeah it was and definitely he, never he just came out with a new album too i don't know if you heard that d but that's that's on point yeah. so he's still going 25 seasons yeah uh, 25 yep. summers yeah that's another um, subject another time <laughs> man i'm trying to tell you yeah i feel like there's a rabbit hole here someday definitely is all right so before we close out uh speaking of homework hey damon I uh, think you got an album you want us to listen to or Taj? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like homework. I think it's Taj. Taj, okay. what do you think? Uh, Taj got homework? Okay. Yeah, I, I got homework uh, for, for next time. Uh, so uh, I came across one song when we were doing another theme and then I went and listened to the whole album and I was like, damn, I, I have to do this this album. So it's kind of like a, it, it's my Bobby Gentry <laughs> like Damon or uh, Dietrich's uh, who did Bobby Gentry. So um, okay. I'm actually picking from 1971. So going 70s, you know, since I got fill in the gaps, um, we're doing Carol King Tapestry. Uh, so Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but that, that's the, the homework for next week. So should I go and uh, wrap us up? Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Debo. Okay. All right. Well, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find this on choicetracks.com or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I'm Taj. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Ember. And we like to say thank you bro, so much, Ember, for coming to the show and, and, and blessing us with everything that you got going on. And um, I don't care if nobody else says it, I'm going to say it. Pop in your great cassette, hurry, <laughs> you fucking get, me and be your ear because the <laughs> South Side <laughs> in the red. Yeah. And you can bump, 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 bump that too if you want to. But that's that's a whole other situation. Um, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. You're supposed to eat the pie, son. You're supposed to eat the pie. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.